what's been going on, man? Are we just in it now? Oh, we're in oh, it. Oh, it's just <laughs> it's happening. It's I'm just so happy it happens that way. Yeah, it's dude. Awesome. A lot has been happening. Oh, dude, awesome. I um, you have you, you know those like things called like a day off? No. Oh, okay. Yeah, me neither. I really, I've been trying to find out if anyone knows. <laughs> but uh, no, dude, no days been staying off. Staying busy, been staying busy. Yeah. yeah um, and it's kind of neat because like you know. When people are usually busy, it's, you know, a certain task just for a long time or certain jobs are just one busy job. Sure. And I'm all over the place with uh, doing the live sound and um, the recording studio that I've been doing for a while and uh, even helping out like churches, you know, doing oh, wow. pieces like that or um, little one-off gigs. And then uh, I just like to play guitar as much as I can, so... Um, <clears throat> that's been like a big passion project, mm-hmm. like more often lately than anything. And, um, then, yeah, I just, I have bands that I work with, work for, work around that I'm in, you know, all that jazz. So I'm so just trying to work with guitar is the passion project and, and is sound just kind of helping you, you get to do, do what you really want to do or what, what, what really like motivates you to keep busy? Like what, what do you wish you were doing this whole time? Oh, absolutely. You, you, you nailed it. Uh. I, I, yeah, I want to be kind of gigging again, like just playing guitar live all the time and um, turn that into, you know, the job again yeah. or, or any any type of job that way this time because I've been lucky to um, step into live sound the past like two years where um, I guess like, well, let me take a step back, like I've only done like sound or work for like metal or rock bands around here and moving straight to like Zydeco or like the culture in this town or Mm. in these, in these local towns, um, was such a big lesson of all. And so Mm. getting to kind of get into that or step into that job field, uh, with that genre, I got pretty lucky to like just meet everyone around here that, Sure. I guess I lost sure. myself for a second, but like, sure, but like, yeah, I, I can see how like playing sound, you definitely get to know the local scene. You definitely get to know all the people in right. it. It's great networking. Yeah, it's great. Uh, it's great experience because I mean, man, like, I'm sure it helps your producing too. I'm sure because you know, I'm not sure how much you knew about you know EQing and and all the production beforehand, but mm. like, that's something I'm trying to produce more to do is to get better at learning, learning all the the little fine details of audio. I'm just a guitar player, really, but like, you know, the more you do outside of your guitar playing allows you to do what you really want to do and do it better and, you know, do it on a deeper level. Yeah. And so, like, that's what I've been trying to do lately, too, man. It's just, it's, uh, but it's awesome, man. I see, I yeah. see you, you know what you're doing, and that's, that's kick ass, bro. You're, you're, uh, finding them frequencies like off the bat i'm like oh dude i wish <laughs> i'm like oh yeah. i'm like trying to soak it in i'm like peeking over your shoulder yeah. well like, i mean it's uh, frankly uh what no, most people don't know is uh i mean that's where i think i was trying to land is that uh being more in the public with the you know with this scene of, of music and style um it's really broadened like that lesson a lot more with the mixing that i didn't know with that style or that genre i've been doing probably studio work for maybe like seven to between seven to ten years i came in you know up and down on and off 
um, can't really count anymore. And um, they, the the mixes and the curves that you would usually make are just completely opposite. So it was brand new to me when I started mixing Zydeco or uh, Swamp Pop or sure. oh yeah, just everything new. So it was, it, it it also felt me. It also helped me feel a little more inclined, just because like now I can kind of take both like subjective like obstacles or sounds and just be able to either mesh them together because mm-hmm. I'm noticing that there's a lot more raw tone that people appreciate in, you know, the country styles or the swamp pops or the local styles when metal is like crash it, like crush mm-hmm. it, EQ the crap out of it, mm-hmm. make sure it's yeah. um, super clean, super polished, which that takes time and took, took a lot of effort and whatnot. But now it's like, I mean, just both get applied to each other now. And uh, that's kind of exciting for me where, Studio work is actually, you know, it kind of helping out with live sound, and then the live sound is just completely shaping everything that I do in the studio lately. Um, Dude, that's really awesome because, like, I know that, you know, the Zydeco sound, it kind of takes time to adjust to it and, like, really acquire a taste for it because, mm-hmm. you know, I grew up, you know, in Bro Bridge, you hear Zydeco, and it was always around, mm-hmm. but I was definitely listening to rock and roll and, and so when you hear Zydeco, it's like, what is like what is that? And yeah. it's it's cool. It's cool that you can like uh, you you've now like acquired maybe a taste for it a little bit more. I don't know how much you enjoyed it beforehand, but like uh, to implement that, yeah, to implement that taste yeah. into whatever you're doing, it kind of signifies like the area you're from and like yeah. the culture you're part of. And I, I think growing up, I, I mean. Oh, I mean, yeah, growing up, I was, I was in Abbeville. So, I mean, mm. um, out, out in the country and pretty much just whatever my dad wanted to listen to, which a lot of it was um, either country or Zydeco or just folk. Um, so, most of the time, I think I was that rebellious kid. I was like, I'm going to listen <laughs> and do everything, you know, you don't like or yeah, you yeah, don't yeah. want to listen yeah, to. Yeah, yeah. So, I think I just landed on metal and, I mean, I liked the angst and stuff. So, I definitely ignored the... Uh, the local culture as like compared to what many have been around, like really oh, yeah. connected. So that's why it felt very, um, going back to when I was saying earlier, it felt really interesting to step into this scene. Um, just after diving into a completely opposite sound after a while, you know, sure. Kind of just the same way where I would play some metal music, you know, to the Cajuns and be like, Oh, <laughs> what is this? Like it, for a while when I was doing metal and I'd come into this, I'm like, Oh boy. Okay. I gotta get, I gotta get this right. I gotta, you know, learn my roots, get my embrace, you know, correct and shit for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's all good. Uh, um, so there's, there's just so many lessons in on all. I mean, and, and it's just crazy that they're all teaching each other. Just, I mean, sometimes it can, get, it can get a little bracky. What's the word? Like, just a little brain racking sometimes because, mm, yeah. like, you never know which one is the right choice to make on those things. But, um. Yeah, beyond that stuff, man. That's what I do every day. So I'm busy. So when you started, but when you started, did you, did you uh, like intern with any studios or like work with anybody else? Like, how did you kind of get your start learning about, huh. learning about mixing and, and learning about producing? Yeah, well, it, that was when I was in bands. I just was always the one where I was like, dude, let's go in the studio, and I was the one asking questions. You know, sure. sitting on the side, like breathing over the shoulder. 
probably annoying the crap out of them. And then it just <laughs> yeah. got to, yeah. And then it just got to even like better studios and the better studio. And like all of them had rights and wrongs or things I should and shouldn't do. And then <clears throat> once it got to a point where I was like, okay, I want to like, I want to be the captain this time. Or I want to try and try the captain's chair. Um, he was like, uh, not me, he, uh, I was kind of like looking for little pieces and little, you know, um, speakers and interfaces at the sure, time that, sure. you know, that I could find. And then all of a sudden got to a point where um, I was working at uh, Wait, Wave Theory Studios. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Wave Theory. Really? So I, um, they were like building it at the time. Oh. So uh, I was kind of like, well, if you're building it, can I build this? You know, like, let me, you know, go there all the time. Let me learn some things like just by myself and maybe I can kind of help, you know, with a few things. And after a while, um, I think we got some other team members in and, uh, they were well, like well off fantastic. So it was like down to a point where it, we wanted to, they wanted to establish the company and the business part of it. And so, um, I was still on the learning curve. So I decided to go back into like just investing more and more into my own studio and, then it brought myself to uh, working with someone else that I could um, probably be best not mentioning. Sure, but you know, but it was definitely a lesson in, in itself that I worked for for a while. Sure. Um, and then once I stepped out of that, it was kind of like, all right, I have my own stuff. Like I have more than enough, and so I'm just gonna go for it myself. But I did. I I took some education online and stuff, and got licensed and stuff like that so uh after a while i just kind of been floating on my own asking sure. questions here and there um you know the people that i work with in live sound they they have some cool ideas too and luckily i know the jargon so now it's like oh i'll just try that but i think i've run out of uh learning how to mix you know i think i just sure, i understand sure. it i think i can i hear what i hear and i love it if i if it turns out good then it's you know to me then it, then i'm happy with it so um but there's been eagerness involved to make it sound good after a while sure 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 and you've so been you've been showing me some of your own stuff it's been sounding pretty good too so oh, like yeah, uh, you so i know you've you've been you know busy with a bunch of bands too so tell me about what's your your newest passionate like newest band you're proud of what, what you got going on tell me mm. what's what what you really want the people to know about well uh i mean i started this I didn't start this band. I joined this band called New Visitors about uh, four years ago, and it's still not even like publicly um, notified that I'm really in the band. Sure. And I've been kind of wanting it to keep it, you know, a nice little mystery. But after a while, it's just been like, all right, we're in this band. You know, we're just gonna spread it and share the love, however it means. We don't need to keep it to ourselves. Um, but we're gonna have some, you know, some music that we've been recording for about. Uh, for a few years and uh just kind of slowly like developing it with whatever media we want to put on it with music videos and stuff and then um we're just going to be releasing a bunch of songs whenever <laughs> and <laughs> we're gonna you know um have a bunch to be able to provide so it's not kind of a um you know a big lift off and then like some some break in between we want to make sure y'all sure. got like you want some momentum media like, <laughs> like we want to annoy the ever living crap out of people like <laughs> so it's we're trying to corner every single marketing idea every single person we think can be on the team so it's it's been just like a development on its own for a, a very long time and it's 
it's really interesting to see, like, just from, like, the non-public eye, like, how much it's grown and just how exciting it's going to be for us to be able to kind of come out and show off our little quirks and whatnot that we've been working on. Um, but we're And we're actually playing uh, pretty soon in Lafayette for the first time. Yeah, and we're yeah. going to be uh, hopefully getting a good reaction out of that and hopefully that kind of starts things off. Um, and then there's, I mean, man, I have a lot of clients in the studio and, and bands that I am close with, like my band Glim Keeper that uh, I helped, you know, out for a while and joined and played bass for, um, you know, I, I bet they've been just releasing music left and right. And, uh, then we have, uh, my bands, uh, and my bandmates and among you, they've been like the same thing as new visitors, just behind the scenes, just knocking out documents and paperwork and media and um so I'm I'm just really excited for like when it when it all kind of unfolds like I think I might you know have to take some you know big breath or like big breather or something to kind of feel the the relief but like I I do know it it's going to feel really rewarding no matter what it is um that sounds awesome yeah, man it's some fun that stuff it sounds awesome that like you really are are letting something mature behind the scenes and you're you're really like developing this thing and mm. uh making sure all your bases are covered i mean that's just going to be so so uh rewarding and f from all the if it's fruitful from mm. all the work that you put in behind stage so i'm super excited for you man i'm gonna have to check out your show tell me a little bit about this show coming up oh so the show uh it's at showbox uh used to be the old fast eddies if like anybody doesn't know that um and uh it's we're opening up for lovers we playing playing for about an hour, a couple of covers, a couple of OGs, you know. Nice. Um, and uh, we've we've been kind of just like knocking down most places that we know are like the people that are would be interested. We will go and hit them up and whatnot uh, about it. But we're finding ways to you know people get get people in. And then uh, lately, it's just been working on that. Like at at home, just practicing guitar, hashing out the little details on the amps and stuff. Um, and That's we'll great. probably have a... I think it's going to be a fun time. Like, uh, we've been really hashing out, so we're going to be probably starting around, like, I think, 8 or 9. Sure. Kind of an early one. Um, and then, yeah, Lover's right after us. Cool, and man. And I'm doing sound for him. <laughs> back to, oh. yeah, I, get, I get to go right back to work. <laughs> Dude, I mean, so. I'm excited, one, to check y'all out. And I'm excited to go to Showbox. I've never been, and it seems like a pretty, pretty cool, nice venue, man. It mm -hmm. seems big. It seems like people maybe haven't caught on to it yet, but like I I'm think, like, wow, that's yeah. a hell of a venue, right? I there. think that's the turning point. It's like it's just gonna lock in one day with everyone around here, and I think it's gonna be great. Um, and just the stuff that like they they've opened up with, like the like the the productions, like systems and everything. Where you're gonna have lights. You're gonna have very loud music and you're going to feel the subs. Um, so it's, you know, it's definitely going to be a venue that people want to keep an eye on and hopefully a, like a touring venue that can uh, kind of allow more touring acts to come in because wow. people will be requesting. I mean, I mean, we've been even asking like, I want my bands yeah. out in here in Alabama or like big touring bands can come and play, you know? Yeah. So it's, it's definitely worth a place one day for that. Um, and uh, I mean, yeah, I would, 
I would advise anybody to check it out because I mean, it's got even just the vibe alone. Yeah. You know, it's well done. Yeah, that's Showbox on a Congress right across from Raising Cane's. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like by the the Cajun Dome, and then yeah. go behind Rouse's. Got a little shopping center next to the racetrack. You can go get yeah. your cigarettes, dude. Know. It looks beautiful <laughs> in there, like the lights, and I see videos of people. I'm like, oh my god, mm-hmm. this thing yeah. is gotta catch on quick, yeah. man. Because it's like, gonna it's gonna be nice, man. And I, and I, it has been very slowly, uh, and very luckily, I think the location is um very authentic, very unique to to open a place there. But there's just many knickknacks that are allowing it to be like one of the dopest areas, especially parking. The parking, oh man. God. Oh my god, I just thought about There's that. There's so much in the back, dude. <laughs> so it's great. Parking. So I mean, that's oh, wow, that's the luckiest dude. thing that most venues are, are missing out on sometimes. And it's got parking. the size and the park. Oh my god, size and park. That's that's uh, awesome, man. That's great. Yeah. But uh, um, yeah. Beyond that, that's our show. You know, that's what we're gonna be doing. Can't. I don't want to, you know, spoil the rest of it. You know. Sure, sure, sure. But tell me a little bit about like uh, the band instrumentation, which y'all got going on, and um. Man, it's it's really alternative. Al- uh, excuse me, alternative. <laughs> it's okay. It's alternative. Water. No, I think so. I do. Need Maybe so. Um, Brad, do you mind getting us some water? Thank uh, you so much. Uh, we got um, new visitors has been kind of alternating with sounds where we'll just we'll just pick up like a playlist and be like, ooh, you know, like let's, this is a vibe, and then there's just gonna be either covers that we play of that vibe or there's going to be a song coming out that has that from very soft punk or very like, you know, silk sonic or something like that uh, kind of stuff, you know, sweet man, all the way to breaking Benjamin to all, all with like a little bit of metal taste. Yeah. A little bit of progressive metal taste. Um, not even all like there's very sure. few. There's there's few that have that that excuse me, let me close. There's few that I have that are um they've got that progression in it, you know, and that's because most of us are all rooted, you know, from the heavier side. Excuse me. Oh, sweet. Mm-hmm. That's really cool, man. Does, uh, does anyone else in the group have any, um, like mixing or production experience? Um, I don't, be- I, I don't believe unless they're hiding it, but I mean, <laughs> they're, they're, we've always been very open in the band to teach things. So like, yeah, like, I mean, Alec, uh, is the singer and, um, Will is our guitarist and, most of the time they were like handling up building like most of the equipment for sound or even Mm -hmm. for the backtracks and stuff like that where that kind of you know it kind of kept my hands off of it where i can kind of stay in the you know in the creative of my studio and whatnot and i just got to sit back and enjoy doing that but um most of the time i think i'm the yeah i think i'm like the tracking the 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 producer like you know kind of the doesn't make you feel also engineer where you can kind of enjoy the vibe in the place um, for the band as well, you know, um, which has been, that's that's been just really interesting on its own because it's kind of, you know, kind of cutting the middleman out on that because, I mean, you know, we can just write all day and we can yeah. record all day in my studio and mix and master if we want to. Um, and that just saves a good amount to where we can really put our hurdles towards other things, you know. You think there's something different about this band that sets it apart from other bands, like the chemistry or the the backgrounds? Is is there something something you feel about this band that excites you? And you got good questions. Well, um, yeah, the dynamic in this band is very new to me. Um, we've I, I've definitely been in bands that have had 
you know, of course, goods and bads and whatnot. And this one just has, like, loads of good for it that just almost is is almost unseen by all of us sometimes. And so we're kind of, um, like, picking things apart, wondering if it's, if this is beautiful, is this beautiful, is this hard, you know, or is this tough? Um, and I've never really tried to pick, you know, my band's brains like that before. There's also, like, I mean, just the style and, and the communication that we have on stage or when we're practicing is so, um, I guess it's a little more exciting. It's a little more free. You know, you can kind of adapt to the song, whatever, you, you know, whatever the vibe is at the place instead of like have the song record, like recorded, worked out and learned this exact way. So sometimes the harder songs might, we might just be like, Hey, we're going to chill out this show, you know? And I've never done stuff like that before. So it's like the adaptations that we've started doing in this band and the change arounds and the, the we can always be able to do this. There's no limit type of feeling towards it is very fresh. Um, and knowing that I, I, I know how I feel sometimes and I can get like certain ways and stuff. So it's kind of, excuse me. So it's kind of, it's kind of, um, it can get a little um, overwhelming. I can set the bar really high for things sometimes, and it can kind of, it can really mess me up sometimes. So um, this one, and this band in particular, it just has so many great lessons. That's like, awesome. I guess just beyond anything saying else, like anyth- saying anything else, like it's just great lessons involved. And the just the guitar playing or like the position I'm in, like for that band to, it, it's it's just ever growing. It's been very nice to see me kind of develop my hands a lot better even in sounds that like i did not expect to start playing like i haven't played in zydeco now Whoa. <laughs> like, you know i'm playing zydeco and you know and metal it's it's pretty cool you know Snap. and then everything in between it's pretty sweet so um just the lessons man lots of great lessons in this man hey you know, shows will come later yeah, yeah, yeah i'll be like one day the shows are gonna be darn <laughs> sick that's why i like this band <laughs> but dang how did you uh really get like linked up with these guys Oh man. Um well I can't get too deep on that part, but oh. um well actually it, it's it's kinda funny, like um we all were just in bands like just like around each other and um the dating pool was a little small oh. sometimes, you know. So sometimes Whoa. sometimes, you know <laughs> friends like, you know, are like, hey, you wanna share. <laughs> Let me circle back. Like, so you know, uh bandmates uh, you know, were enemies at one point, and then we made up because we were all realizing like, yeah, we're all great at music. Like we're yeah. geniuses. And there's that that pool is small too. So it's like, let's, you know, um, uh, like let's hash that you know that extra bullshit like doesn't bitches like that's funny man that's so funny so (laughs) we were just you know after that it was just like you know it it was a it was a good bonding it started as like me not being the guitarist it started as me being the producer Mm. um just because like when uh musicians showed up with the, the the music i was just like dude like this is insanely good and then just the way it vibed in the studio itself was very special and then it kind of landed towards like um I think him even asking, like, hey, do you want to join the band? And I was just like, nah. 
and then oh, and then like no. a few weeks later or a few months later i think i even like saw them play and um they were great they were playing at the time this was before covid and so um i was like okay this is pretty cool and then i think he called again one day and he was like I'm going to ask you again, like, do you want to join this band? And I was like, yeah, dude, hell yeah, I do do this. So <laughs> it, it was just like a cool story of its own. I mean, like, uh, it, you, know, you just never know how you make friends again, you know? And uh, so um, that's why you just, I mean, you just, you, you, you support the circle, man. You support the, the music, you support the bands that, you support the young ones too that are trying to start it off. I mean, the more enemies you make, man, they, they turn out to all be sometimes. Or you'll just think there's enemies around the corner every time because of this community being so sharp and well known. Like, I want to. Oh, all good. I want to make sure <laughs> that, like, you know, everyone just has you know a good time, a happy time. Everyone is nice, you know. <coughs> so yeah. Once once like things like that were being noticed that we're in that circle, I was like, okay, like not the circle anymore we need to clean this up you know, like all this drama all these problems even from other things other situations like it just starts to become like just unsettling so the people i like to surround myself with are like people like y'all that are just like appreciate it able you know capable of just having the respect the kindness and just the excitement for each other you know um <laughs> and there's a lot of people out there that sometimes like to compete you know let's yeah. compete we have to compete the right way sometimes yeah, you yeah, know yeah. Absolutely. Competition is good, but you know, and when you got knives, so um, <laughs> I love uh, a lot about this band that I'm in, and I love that uh, this band has taught me loads of lessons to be able to teach, uh, you know, to go out and teach other people or help other people, as as long as well as you know, just the other the opposite direction where everything I'm doing with the live sound or anything I can even anything I can take in from today, you know, sure. like I'm going to the, to the band and I'm like, look guys, this is what we can do too. You know, yeah, or like, absolutely. so it's, it's just lessons going out and coming right back in. So, um, it's, that's why I think I, I'm, I'm just so anxious and so excited about this band specifically and just that's kind of on the roll of it. That was a lot. Dude, I'm sorry. I know, man, I am, I am super, I can get into it sometimes. <laughs> that's what we're here for, man. I, that's Thank great, you, man. That was so good. Like I'm, uh, I'm so excited to see what you got going on because everything you showed me has been, been dope, and uh, I'm I'm super stoked on you, man. Thank you, man, <laughs> so much. But like, you though, Pablo, <laughs> come on, man. Like, first of all, now this is my podcast. Uh, <laughs> welcome to the show, Pablo. You, um, we only, we've only really known each other for so long, too. You know, yeah. Uh, I think it was only like a year or so ago, maybe a little longer that. I think we, I just did sound for you one day, and I think all the homies, like, we're just, we all clicked, and we were like, what's up, like, uh, <laughs> like and I think we kind of just kicked it for a little while, a few, a few shows, and, sure. um, well, I mean, can you, like, I mean, yeah, e explain to me, like, actually, I want to, I want to <laughs> know from sure, you, sure, sure. I want to know from you, like, what, where did, like, everything land when, uh, you started kind of doing solo stuff as of lately. Like, what sure. what did you just did you decide to get off of? Uh, like, I'm tired of it being done this way with a team, so I'm gonna do it my way. Or is it like, man, all of these things that I've learned from a team have been so exciting because they're doing solo stuff? Because sure. I've always wanted to know if 
like pure honesty like sure. are you tired of their shit <laughs> and then you're just like i'm doing their my own thing or is it like yeah. man wow I'm like i just took the influence yeah i've always been in a lot of bands so there's always been a little bit of both of that because mm. i always learned something from the group i was in that i was like okay i learned what i want to be like or what i don't want to be like and i also was like there's stuff that that i i want to express and I'm just looking to for the best route to express myself the best way I can. Mm. And if, if chemistry is not there or the, the sound is not there that I feel is like fully uh, or that I can fully identify with, then I'm, I'm, I'm just kind of uncomfortable. And, and lately I've been been blessed to start finding myself and my own sound mm. and like, OK, now I know more of how I want to express myself and present myself to the public and present myself to the world and uh and that's a, that's a blessing in and of itself because it can kind of you can kind of be a little miserable. You can make yourself miserable if you're mm. not in a group of people that you love or like in a sound that you love or a job that you don't love. Right. You know? Yeah. Um, so I've been feeling blessed lately to to be working with good people and making a sound that I can identify with. But um, you know, it it definitely. It, de- it definitely can wear you down whenever the thing that you love the most is, is causing you, like, any dissatisfaction. Mm. Like, like, changes your relationship with music. It changes your relationship with, like, even just listening to other people's music. And it's yeah. like, now I only listen to the songs I got to learn. You can, yeah, you can start feeling a little jaded or, like, you know, a little uptight on things. And uh, especially, it's, it's felt that way before, you know, um, along, especially when you have to... Um, like especially with me, like having to do like do a different job while washing, you know the one the one job I want to do. Like other people enjoying it. Sometimes I'm just sure. like, oh, sure. So it may that sometimes that's like part of the drive. It's like okay, I'm definitely I need to get myself out there, you know, a lot more. And that related to me with how you were saying like how you can kind of identify like what your sound is, what you really like. That's been the whole guitar thing for me lately. Is like kind of just finding my own little place because I've always been part of a team, sure. you know? So um, it took a few people to be like, dude, you're a freaking individual. Like, be an individual doing this. And there'll be more, you know, situations for you to decide to do instead of like only have to possibly follow what this team or what this effort has been planned to do the whole time. Sure. So, but that being said, mm-hmm. like I totally made a ton of friends along the way, and I'm still oh tight God. tight with the Hazy Days guys. I don't think all oh, the boys. I don't think any anything's like. I don't think anything's forever, and I don't think anything is like. Um, you know, ev- everything seems very temporary. You know, life itself mm-hmm. seems temporary. So, like, what I'm doing in it, I don't think that this this seems like it's going to be a, another chapter in my life, but I don't think that. Uh, hazy days could never do something again oh, or yeah. that like i could never produce or make music with these other p- anyone else uh yeah. this is just the something i'm excited to be doing next and i hope you know it lasts a long time and i can bear the fruits of uh of the labor so oh you're so beautiful <laughs> that was great that was a good one dude i know I, I, so i i feel i feel that man i uh what's it called uh there, there were bands that i'm in that uh, even gain traction is taking taking me some, to some really fun places. I'd probably I'd probably still hop right back up with them and play if they were like, yeah, we're mm-hmm. we're in, you know, we're doing this or something. And I remember even talking to um, uh, 
I won't mention the name, but uh, sure. talking to a band and um, they all left, you know, and one stayed and was like, you know, really bitter and bummed. And um, I was like, dude, you can make this, this band last as long as you want. I was like, you can be six years old and you can stop right here. And if you want to say you're in the band called Among You, you can have that title. You have that right. You have that. You should have that feeling and it can come back in any moment. I mean. And that's exactly what happened. Apparently, you know, five years took a hiatus, took a little chill, and now he's got a whole group of friends and bands, and a couple band members came back with, you know, probably more better off, cleaned themselves up, or possibly needed oh. the break and stuff. And you know, um, he was ready to kind of like let it loose, and I was just like, just leave it. Like, no one's running, taking your stuff. No one's gonna take your music. No one's gonna take your name. You know, just leave it alone. But own it. You are in this band forever. You can keep it if you want. And so I just, that was a good influence one time because I, I've i been looking back at all the bands that I've been in. It's like, man, no, I'm still in that band. And yeah, like, yeah, I, I'm, yeah. I'm staying with it, with it forever, you know? So like, um, I think it's been really interesting to see all those styles that, you know, have come and gone. And especially with you, like I, I've, I've been noticing like all of these styles that you step yourself into, um, they all have given you a good shape, you know, a good, good, you know, attitude as well too. You know, even just from when I've seen you, you know, you've, uh, I think you have a lot of good like stoicism and center, like vibe to you now. And Thank it's you, because I, I remember you were very curious, like yeah. when I first met you, at least with me. I don't know if you just liked me or not, but like, <laughs> <laughs> you, you were just very uh, curious on things. It's cool. Yeah, I definitely, I definitely always wanted to to learn more. Um, about about this thing it never felt like work to mm -hmm. learn guitar or like to learn a song or anything growing up um, but um, I kind of get carried away sometimes but <laughs> mm. <laughs> but but no I mean um, I, I really am blessed to to have all these influences around me like the different styles and Zydeco and um, grew up listening to old southern rock and mm. um all those influences, I, I I try not to to push any of them away or like to put myself in a box. And really, it was because I love playing guitar. So I was like, I'm just gonna do whatever it takes to play guitar mm -hmm. as much as possible. Yeah. And so I didn't even expect to take the Zydeco gig. I didn't expect to to make a little punk band or to make a, a '90s cover band or whatever. Yeah. Like I didn't expect any of that. Really, I was just like. I want to get on stage and play this guitar through loudspeakers and, and like, yeah, that's all that mattered. And so, Man, I um, love that. and that being said is like, dude, I, I loved playing with Horace Strong and Buckwheat Zydeco. Like I would definitely play for those guys again one day. And I told them, man, if you ever need a guitar player and I'm open, I'm playing yeah. like, you dude, know. I feel like such a dick, man. <laughs> so, so get, so get this, like, <laughs> like Horace, is oh, uh, I love him. He's amazing, <laughs> right? I did not know he was originally Big Butt Women song. Yeah, yeah. I had no idea. Oh. And I'm sitting here like, yeah, oh, throw your faders. Up. I'm doing what I'm doing a job for him. Like not just knowing the legacies around me sometimes. Mm. Like I didn't, sure. I didn't, sure, know like Wayne Toops's music, or I didn't know yeah. Wayne Toops had these songs and stuff like that. Like that's how un like when we were coming back from before, like with I'm I'm, I'm come from metal. I didn't know shit about the culture. I sure. didn't know, and I didn't know he was like right here in town, you yeah, know. So, either, Horace and uh, oh, he's out in Kaplan. What's his name? Uh, um, Corey Lede. Uh, Corey's out there too. Yeah, but uh, 
And she don't know she's beautiful. Who's that man? Uh, oh my God, Kershaw, <laughs> Kershaw, uh-huh. Sammy Kershaw. You know, like I didn't know about these people mm. all around these places. So it's like, um, it's it was interesting to be like kind of surprised. Like, but I felt awful because I'm like, hey man, like who? I told that's what it was. I think I, I don't know if Porus heard, but I think <laughs> I asked one of the band members. I'm like, yo, like. Who's originally that, by the way? And they're like, <laughs> it's Horace, bro. And I'm like, oh, crap, I didn't know that. I mean, <laughs> like, funny. you know, fortunately, and 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 for that song's played by a lot of sure. Cajun bands oh, yeah. and stuff. So I'm like, oh, yeah. you know, I didn't know it was a you. Like, so yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I felt bad when it was, funny, you know, when I found man. that out recently. It was really cool, though, at the same time. They're such great people, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, they, they, they couldn't hate anybody, man. Oh, they're, yeah. they're, good such good, they're such good people. And, like, honestly, I grew up in a super Zydeco-heavy place, and I still didn't appreciate it until I was 19 mm. and, and took the gigs. Like, I took the gig before I appreciated it, really. It, it was, like, an acquired taste. Like, I, I had to acquire that taste, but I was I was just eager to get better. I think mm. that was really the thing. So um, I took lessons with Lil Buck Senegal and... I was just trying to get better at blues guitar and then it led to the Buckwheat Zydeco gig and I was like, well, I really want to get, I would really, mm. really like to play on stage and get better at playing live and um, and then I fell in love with it, man. I was yeah. not expecting that at all. That's, that is right now like my only brain racking goal is like I, I just want to kind of start stepping into any position I need to to play. I've even just been asking people like, hey, I, you know, this style I'm really wanting to learn like throw me in if you can you know so there's been some fun little moments that i can just like walk up and play and stuff uh, with some people and just to kind of feel it out or just give myself a little quick lesson to bring home you know um but uh man like the guitar has been the first thing that i've ever fallen in love with and Mm -hmm. i just you know to to have gotten this far with it and to want to go farther with it is like it's it's always been so it has been work for me, but I, I like to work. So it's like, you know, it's just, I, I love I love the guitar so much that I do, I want to work the shit out of it. I also want to know everything about it. I know, I want to know the, the woodworks. I want to know how to fix it and like, you know, make a pickup one day and stuff like that. So wow. it's not even just the playing, like, so I have to make room for all of that when I'm, when I'm trying to want to like hash something out or learn something. Guitar has been just that, that one job and one job that really just enlightens me to a point where I don't care where it sends me or if it doesn't send me anywhere. Like I just, yeah. it's just one of those things that I've always wanted to annoy the crap out of people with it or yeah, be on stage, <laughs> like anything I can do to be on stage. But sometimes I was always like, okay, team, my team, let's be on stage instead of like, I'm just going to go anywhere. So that's why it, Right. You know, I had to start learning to be an, indiv- an individual about a lot of things lately. So, yeah, um, yeah man. Guitar. Yeah, and I mean, playing on stage really, it, playing guitar was the first love before playing on stage. Playing on stage is like um, kind of cherry on top mm. to like really hear your guitar through a loud speaker system yeah. and push a bunch of air. And that's just, that's awesome. But I really like I, the interactions too. If I, if I could never play it, you know, on stage again, I'd still play guitar every day. Mm. Like, I love mm. it. So, but uh, but yeah, guitar has always been like the the carrot dangled in front of me to m- just driven me to do all this other work that I just like if I could just play guitar for a living, 
Like yeah. I'm gonna do whatever it takes <laughs> to exactly to oh, do man. that. Because I mean, and I think I I I agree because especially finding out that like to do whatever it takes to just do that one thing, you got to know it all. <laughs> so almost. Much. You got to know so much. much. And like, it can, it can get really overwhelming and like, yeah, you don't know about days off after a while and stuff like that. So it's like learning the business part to the, you know, the science to the actual physicality of things. Like you got to keep up with a lot of work. And so, um, sometimes you just can't pick up a guitar and just only play. You got to know the cable work. You got to know the runs. You got to know where you're going. You got to know who you're talking to. And sometimes you got to, that's where the professionality comes out. That's where you start to, or the, the physical professional like side of you comes out where you can handle all of these little sp spaces. That's the reward. You can go play guitar, you know? <laughs> yeah, there yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's just like, dang it, like I got to get this all cleaned <laughs> up. I'm going to go play after that. But um, it's also just life sometimes. Man. Yeah. You know, life gets in the way, but uh, I ain't letting it lately. I want it to be always, I want it to always be playing, but it's, um, it's also really interesting to see my addiction grow with my guitars. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I swear, I think this year, I, this year, I think I bought like three, and then last year was like five, you know, oh. I'm just like, yeah, I was buying a lot of guitars. <laughs> and I mean, like, I think it's the best problem. Treat you know, yourself. Treat yourself. Yeah, I like treat myself. <laughs> and some people are like, it's not necessary to have that many. And I'm like, yeah, but you don't know tones then, if you're trying to say it that way. You don't know shit about tones, you know? Yeah. I want to know about all the tones. I want to have unlimited subjection to what I can do, like all the routing. So I want single coils. I want heavy humbuckers. I want vintage, you know, uh, stuff. I want the new type of modern ones. I want the cheap ones to see if I can actually like still make them sound great. That's why I like all these guitars. Um, and I always make sure that I keep them of separate. I'm not going to buy like 20 fenders or right. 20 PRSs. Like I'm yeah. going to, like I have myself a hollow body for a hollow body reason, you sure. know, and then even just like stuff that are only single coils or a humbucker that I might need with coil taps. And then one that you can't coil tap because it's brutally heavy stuff, you know, all of it comes into my place for a reason, you know? So, um, it's a good addiction. I think. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a clean one or it's a, how do you say it? Um, a controlled addiction. No, oh, sure. I a, <laughs> I'm trying to think of like the most word, like the worst way to say it, but <laughs> like, uh, like a, a functioning yeah, addict. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. a functioning addiction. That's okay. <laughs> that works. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Dang, bro. But, Oh, it's not too bad, man. It's not too bad. Nah, 12. I'm going to go for like, you know, like 200 one day. I mean, like, there's people around here. I don't know if I want to, if they, they'd want to know their names, but, uh, or if they want me to speak their name, but there's one man around here that has like 500 guitars. And I've Whoa. walked into his home before and he's using PRS private stocks and like, Fender American, like old school ones for coffee tables and nightstands. Oh like, I'm talking gosh. stacks of them, oh. like in their cases. <laughs> And he's like, yeah, you can try this one out. Boom, and like sliding them out. And all the stuff's in the cup. The cups are like falling down. And it's just, I mean, it's really funny because like, he's like, yeah, no, I just, there was one day where I just really wanted to start buying them. But 
they're going to start, you know, collecting their value and then I'm going to retire really, really well. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to be in debt pretty soon because I'm coming for these, you know, so (laughs) it's, 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 and we're all beautiful. Like he let me borrow a few before for a music video. Dang. I remember, oh my dang. God, dang, this, this guy, he didn't give a shit. And that was the funny thing is like, I I was out in the woods with a PRS, right? Uh, we, sure. were, we were recording and whatnot, uh, doing a music video and we didn't realize how muddy it would get. Oh. So, I mean, I am cradling this PRS and whatnot. Nothing happened. It's all good. So he goes home to him. I was like, ah, I had to clean a little bit of uh, mud off of the uh, case and whatnot. He was like, oh, okay. He was like, well, thanks for taking care of it. That was a private stock. And I was like, oh, I was like, you had me rock. Oh. I know I'm headbanging in the music video. I'm like going crazy. I'm spinning with this thing. I'm like, you said I can like go hard with this, but like, this is a private stock. He was like, yeah, it was like 19,000. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, you're letting me rock out with this stuff oh, in, in the, the woods, woods, like in the woods. <laughs> He's like, yeah, was it fun? I was like, yeah, it was fun. <laughs> Straight up, like expensive shit, like, but that, but he had, he had hundreds of them. Like, yeah. he was like, I don't care if you That's break it. I mean, bad. probably would, wouldn't even, probably wouldn't even charge charge me if I broke it or anything. Like, that's how cool this guy was too. But like, so many guitars, Dang, so many expensive bro. ones. In the woods. <laughs> oh, that's so cool, man! You it was a cool really, story, though. You could really, uh, really okay. supply a couple music videos. With yeah. That. <laughs> <laughs> could, like, oh man, I've I've asked him even times before because I mean he sells them on the like on the ra- random like I'll call him and be like hey uh, you got this and he'd be like nah or yeah I got it th- but I got this one you want to check it out I'll sell it to you for cheap you know yeah, yeah and I'll go pick it up sometimes or there's been times where I've even been like dude I didn't like this guitar. I don't really want it. And he was like, yeah, here, here's the money back. And I was like, oh, you're so nice. I'll be back for you soon. Like, crazy, so, but even man. it's even things like that with him. He was really cool. But, um, beyond that, yeah. Um, that was, yeah, that's the, that was always a funny story for me. It's just to tell people like he used very expensive stuff for nightstands. That's my goal. <laughs> yeah. Is yeah. to have instruments where it's like, I mean, you have like, yeah, you have like your pedals and stuff over your sink in the kitchen. Like, I want to live like that, where I just can't put anything anywhere as to where now it's, <laughs> it's my home, you know. Yeah. They were playing like, yeah, that was another one. Uh, his daughter was playing fort, with like with she was making fortresses of these guitars <laughs> and stuff, like <laughs> houses cases. and stuff. <laughs> just using <laughs> instruments and whatnot. It was great. Holy and so, uh, oh yeah, that was that was a great story for that. But. Dang. Well, that makes me seem like yeah. I can get a couple more. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I won't feel so I bad. Grab right? A couple more. Yeah, Dang. a few more guitars, and then maybe I'll take a break for a week, and then get back on it. More guitars. Um, awesome, man. Yeah, I'm liking this. I was a little nervous at first, but this this has been kind of fun. You know? Yeah, man. It's uh, it's you know, I, I don't really care about dead air or anything, man. I'm just like, let's just have a conversation and and. Uh, you know, just be just being who are, who we are because there's so many people in this area that are just kind of bigger than life. Like you can't even really believe some people are real. Like you know, Gerald Grunig, yeah. uh, Lee Allen just had him on, and yeah. um, there's so many people around here that like surprise me when they even say, I mean, that are even like on the radios, top forties, and they're from Lafayette, and I'm like, what the like where's where's that? You know? Yeah. Um, growing, I I grew up with Lauren Daigle a little bit, wow. and like we got to even play and hang out a lot we were gonna start a band and stuff and she one day called and she was like i'm going to nashville to do this record and i was like boom like go go after that i mean she's a top 40s and stuff now and yeah. i'm like, I'm like <laughs> yeah. where did that come from Whoa. and so um 
great on her. I'm so proud of her. Wow, She's dude. such a great soul. Uh, but like even just beyond that, like I didn't know um, even a lot of big metal bands for, were from around here or um, even just Louisiana on itself. I mean, we have New Orleans, man. Yeah, the things that have come out of New Orleans, I wouldn't be able to. I wouldn't know where to start, and That's I'm true, not that man. smart on it either. I just I know that there's things that have just left mm-hmm. New Orleans that have created a sound for today. You know, for a lot of people. Oh yeah, um, but uh, I mean. I definitely want to check out like Nashville and stuff one day, you know, the artists around there, you know, and even just like the companies that are allowing. But nah, not yet. The people here, yeah, that I'm still realizing are like, yeah, big dogs. You yeah. know, like oh, yeah. it's kind of cool. I mean, every night I'm working for a Grammy nominated winner or Hall of Famer. You know, sure. and, and yeah, ninety percent of the time it's pretty cool to to realize that. These people have really, you know, done their part. They've done their work. Oh, and yeah. it influences me. Like, I didn't even think I wanted to uh, just un- until, like, a year ago. Like, I kind of want to see what it's like to win a Grammy one day. Yeah. Or, like, I, I want to work my ass off so hard that, like, yeah, I want to be in the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. That's why there's no days off, yeah. you know? Only music. So I want I want acknowledgement in certain ways, but not even, like, I'm, I'm desiring it so bad because I want to be famous. It's like... Wow, like these people have really put in the work, and like, what a well done title, you know, yeah. for them that they deserve. And uh, I get to work for them, you know, that's cool. Yeah. You know? So, um, full circle is what I like to see. Yeah, you know? man, I definitely want to. I don't know how long we'll be remembered, but I want to be remembered for my hard work, or like for. I would hate to think that like the work I did was not to my fullest potential, or like. And, like, that sounds so cheesy. That sounds so, like, what you tell a little kid, like, you know. Songs last forever, though. That's the best part. Yeah. Great songs last even more. I mean, mean, it's, it's, that's been a kind of our motto lately is, like, great songs last forever, you know. Yeah. What what really can last forever? Even people that leave behind some legacies or stuff, like, sometimes they'll break down or sometimes they'll stop, you know. Either whether it's, you know, a company just handed to them in a building, you know. Building will come down one day. Yeah, the song. I mean, you you either lose the song in midair if we lose the internet or CDs, but that's out there forever. Yeah, a song, a great song. You know. Yeah. I want I want people to remember that yeah. about everyone. Yeah. I like, dude, the stuff that I did. I haven't gotten to hear from you yet, but just like the, you know, the little clips of pieces that I've, I've I have gotten to hear is like. It's gonna be impressive to people one day, and, you're, and people can remember it. You're gonna be remembered, bro. Like, oh man, I, you know, I mean, I, I don't want to die young, though, for sure. Like, I yeah, that'd I definitely be unfortunate. I, I really feel like I I can still say I've worked my ass off. You know, like no one would not acknowledge that, but I want my my ass to be like, yeah, to the ground. Like, oh yeah, like one, un, until I can't walk anymore, I want to be working. Yeah, and what's so funny is I'm already having trouble walking. I got <laughs> no. I got this new like condition called plantar's fasciitis, uh, whatever you say. Oh, it, snap! It hurts, bro. Man. It like shocks your feet. So like, whatever. Yeah. Bitches ain't shit. We go to work. <laughs> Get to work. It's you know? crazy, man. So um, the I mean, it's just really crazy to even like look at it in a family, like looking at my family, like how what I've gone through and what I've sacrificed and the amount of balls I had to take certain risk or, you know, take certain fails, you know, it was now it's worth it. 
I've kind of still been enjoying me- messing up a little bit, making fails or, you know, um, just learning lessons, you know, yeah. like I said before, like I really enjoy learning the lessons from all of this. So it's like, I kind of lost where I was kind of heading with this, but it's, but that's a, that's a cool point. It makes me think of like when I was in school, um, I wasn't exactly like the smartest kid in school. Like I didn't get the best grades mm. or like whatever, but like, I also never cared about making those mistakes. And so it seems like lately I've just been like, you know, if anyone thinks, looks at me and thinks of, of any sort of success, it's like really, I just like, uh, having no fear to make a bunch of mistakes, like yeah. very quickly, just work. Man. It's yeah, just like just, just just make the mistakes, like just do it. Because like yeah. I procrastinate the hardest whenever I think something has to be perfect, or like I procrastinate the hardest whenever I I think like like this the level that is expected of me is is too too high, and so I just have to like I have to accept that I'm gonna make the mistakes, and and then try and learn from them, and try and not make them again, and like. I've been wanting to explain that to people exactly <laughs> that way. I'm gonna take this clip and I'm just gonna be like, listen to this. Like, that's that's how I've been feeling a lot lately. Is like I, I've I've always been enjoying what like I've been looking for my next failure. Sometimes, yeah. like, dude, I wanna I need to figure out what my next problem is gonna be because I'll fix it way faster yeah. than anybody probably because I'm just so determined. I'm not gonna be like, ah, oh, well, there's the problem. Yeah, yeah, you know, dude, I'm gonna be like, there's the problem. No. Yeah, get out of here. No problem, no more. Uh, like, I like to deal with my shit, you know? Yeah. Um, so, I mean, everyone, of course, is on their own pace and whatnot. But, like, I've always wanted to definitely come off as eager. Like, I'm an eager yeah. person. I want to be ter- determined. So, like, whatever whatever I want to be remembered for is just, like, yeah, the hardworking pyramid. Yeah. You know, just determined. And yeah. Sometimes even, anxious. <laughs> even if no one remembers it or even if like there's no one to remember it in no time like if civilization crashed and stuff it's like i still would reap the rewards of of putting in the kind of effort it would take to to you know be humble enough to learn from mistakes or to like yeah to to grow i mean so almost selfishly like even if even if i'm not remembered like that's probably okay like i really can't bank on on anyone being around to remember me um but but i know like while i'm alive that there's just there's so much less friction in your life whenever you are honest about your mistakes and like you you don't keep staring at them and you don't keep yeah keep like banging your head pass it up just keep going just keep going going. like what are you you gonna do give up like what are you what are you gonna do stop (laughs) and and i've seen people sometimes stop or even pause like that's okay like you know like i'm tired lately man dude i'm so tired to where like i've i've almost i've almost hit the button the quit button and i i didn't i don't want to do that because one i have promises to people that have passed you know and even just promises to myself and even just I have to prove some people wrong sometimes, you know, I have like that side, I'm competitive or like I just grew up sometimes like the tough love. So I got to just drive through, you know, but oh crap, you got to bring me back. Where was, where was I on this? Uh, uh, not gonna give up. Not, you almost hit the button. You yeah, almost hit the button. And, um, you made oh, some- and, and dude, honestly, I, it, it's almost really hard to know that like the show must go on. So sometimes you don't want to miss out on the shows, but these shows are every weekend for even my job or just the job itself. It's just ever going. I don't want to like burn out and like, you know, hit that button to So like the hardest thing lately is to find like almost sabbatical time, like time off. And sometimes you need to break it like into a big one because 
I've noticed that. Yeah, I have time off from maybe this job and this job and whatnot. And they think that, like, when I'm away from there, that I'm just sleeping and I'm chilling. Oh, dude, I'm yeah. I'm, I'm working with the other one possibly. Right. So, right. so there's, um, there's just gonna be those pockets that I have to like find, like seasons that I'm gonna have to like learn where it's like, all right, you ain't you ain't finding me for probably two or three weeks, you know, or I might even just be in town, but I am not doing anything for you, you know, I'm just. Don't call me. I'm not answering. Yeah, I ain't answering. You know, like I mean, it's so it makes me bitter that it has to be that way. But like, um, because I mean, I guess I just grew up sometimes where like you know, if I had a day off, like I would treat it as such. I need time off. But these days, a day off is like sleep, sleep as long as you can, you know, and then wake up and go back to work on something. Yeah. Uh, and so um, sooner or later, I just don't want to end up having to force it, you know. Um, so that's been the new thing is like learning even learning your burnout, learning that um like you're gonna you can possibly get rejected and fuck up. Sorry, uh fail fuck up, whatever. Twenty times in a row. And that's gonna defeat you like massively sometimes, you know. That that'll make you re- like forget all of the good results that you've built so far, you know. So yeah. sometimes some days have, have have happened like that, you know, lately because like you have to serve a lot of people sometimes in this industry. You have to make them happy sometimes, um, especially being a sound guy. Like, you know, you got to help a oh, lot of yeah. people. So, hey, what about this? No, 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 no. For a lot of things lately, it's been like, okay, I'm going to just go ahead and breathe. I'm not going to speak my mind. Like, my mind is out of, is tired probably. So, um, it's just, um, it's getting there sometimes lately. So, Dude. I want to I wanna learn that. Teach me how to take a break, man. I find someone that can just... Or just knock me out and then like ship me somewhere. Be like, you just walk back. Like that's your time off. <laughs> uh, sorry, Chris. Uh, Marcus is in Peru right now. He's walking back. He's swimming right now. He's, he's busy swimming. Oh man. No, I mean, dang man. Yeah, I wouldn't mind that actually. Yeah. Yeah. But Peru. Costa like, what, Rica. What? Oh man. I need some sun like that too, like just some minerals. Yeah, I mean, I mean weather's been good lately. First of all, you got white light in here, and then, <laughs> then I'm just pale on top of that. So that's uh, we'll edit you uh, spray tan on. Oh, dude, perfect. <laughs> I should put some more like like put some words and shit on here too. Maybe you look Finish up that sleeve, bro. Yeah, bro, put slut right here. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Oh yeah, but I'm working on this too. That's nice. Fun. Oh, it's so nice. This hurt like so much. Oh, I had dude. to give up uh, after like two hours. So he's gonna. He's got to, like, copy-paste a few things and whatnot. But, yeah, man, I'm into Naruto. I'm into anime. Sweet. Love anime. So I'm going to just animate the crap out of this arm. Oh, word. Um, And it's just so cool because for, <laughs> uh, the tattoo artist, it, I, I record him. So it's kind of like a nice little flip right now. It's like, you know. Oh, nice. Come, in, come record. You know, I charge you this much. Just put it right back into onto my arm. When I'm, so <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm hopefully going to be like covered very soon. Sweet. My mom loves it. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Sorry. She's she's like I had to warn her, and she's like, "Oh, it's very hellish." And I'm like, "It's not that. Don't worry. It's not the devil." Um, it's yeah, very hellish. <laughs> Christian families, you know. <laughs> I love my mom. It's okay. 
Yeah, dude. Well, I love I'm, my arm more. <laughs> I'm, I'm bracing my parents for the tattoos that are yet to come. But who? Uh, yeah. Who did you work? This is Garrett Johnson. Um, he's done quite a. He's done quite a few of my. Uh, like on this side, he's done my sleeve. Um, and I think I've just stuck with him. One, he's he's been just a great friend for years. And then before, and then along the way, he's just music guy, music scene guy, and um, tattooed all the the musicians around here sometimes in that scene so it's i'm just i've loved watching him grow as well you know like he's he started me on me about 10 years ago and like Mm. to i can show that off like crazy but like just the difference already is is yeah amazing and uncanny so i can't wait to to see him keep going on it sweet it's gonna hurt (laughs) (laughs) this thing was a marshmallow when i did it but oh snap bro yeah i uh i'm Definitely into some tattoos. I really like American traditional style. Um, yeah, just be sure, you know, oh, what yeah, you're getting. Yeah, yeah. Be sure. Yeah, well, and I really want to go to an artist who I'm sure about, like, because mm-hmm. then I really almost don't care what it is if I know that the dude is is sick. Like, I like uh, Jimmy Snaz a lot. He was on that show Ink Master. Oh yeah, and he does. He was like one of the best American traditional style guys, yeah. and uh, everything he does just looks real clean to me. So I was like, oh dude, but he lives in in like boston or salem or something like that like he lives way up there so hopefully one day dude yeah oh. one day i want to book a show out there and then and, get and the appointment just, just, yeah, right yeah, before yeah, dude yeah. It, what's funny is like that's so my old band uh was amaretta <clears throat> and i think there was one time where uh it was like a, our first show out in uh, dallas it was a dallas place and i think we were really stoked we were opening up for a certain band or we were like linking up with some homies and stuff and so, like, a few of us got tattoos. I don't think I did. I think uh, a couple of them did. But this place, when you walked in, I mean, had awards, like, Ooh, all over the place. I'm talking, like, a whole shelf full of just awards around you. And I'm like, oh, okay, this place is pretty cool. And, I mean, like, all of a sudden, like, they're, you know, they're paying for their tattoos that are, like, you know, maybe <laughs> maybe the size of this one right sure. here, you know? $600 for, like, an hour. And I was Ooh. like, whoa. That's a lot. You know, so um, you know, that that was pretty cool though. I mean they like they were kinda it was the name, you yeah, know. Right, so it's right. like Dang. but they they came out really clean. Sure. And it was it was a traditional style and it was like, you know, even just the shadowing and the work it had, like, well done. But it's like whew, the name. <laughs> so like sometimes like the ink master stuff sure, or like, I'm you sure know, uh, uh Kat Vaughn and stuff, yeah. like I like to look for those styles yeah. around here possibly. You know, it's yeah, just kinda yeah, like yeah. One, support the locals, sure. and then two, like, sometimes the locals got it, so you just, I mean, really find the relative kind that you want to go for. If you want a traditional person, like, Garrett's got traditional kinds. Like, he's he's got it down pretty good, to, at least to, even to my feelings. Like, I'm happy sure. with his style because he can blend it sometimes. It He makes it traditional, but also, like, he can color it up to make it a little processed, you know, a little 3D almost, you know? But, yeah, if I get impatient enough, I'm going to end up local, but... I mean, I, I got a, a tat on my on my butt from uh, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No way. Yeah, from show us, show us now. <laughs> Do it. No, I'm kidding. To show you after the pod, <laughs> <Yeah>. but uh, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, it was kind of like a, a test run to see if I was gonna get a sleeve or not, and uh, so I'm just one waiting for uh, me to forget about the pain enough, and then two like. Uh, get impatient enough to like really want that sleeve but yeah yeah but um but it wasn't too bad and uh 
it was a two and a half hour tat and um <laughs> that's a that's probably a big tattoo on your butt. I've only I've only seen like you know oh yeah look at my butt tat. Yeah, yeah This yeah. dude's like I got a I have a butt sleeve. Like, <laughs> <laughs> what, are we, what, what would you even call? <laughs> got myself a whole butt sleeve, <laughs> cheek sleeve, whatever. You, I don't know. Yeah, I like that. Hell yeah, dude. He's like I invested in my ass. Uh, that's a good sticking poke, man. Hell yeah! It was I mean, kind of a cover up from a sticking poke. So. Oh really? <laughs> <laughs> Goodness, that's great. Yeah, no, yeah. I mean, I've I've most of the time seen people like use like their butts for like birthmarks <laughs> yeah. or like they'll find like you know little things to like tattoo on them. But like, dude, this guy's. <laughs> I can't wait to see this now. Yeah, I need yeah, the whole yeah, the whole yeah. thing. But yeah, I mean, tattoos. I, dude, it's so funny because I still get like hatred sometimes from people or the looks, Just the area. I, especially yeah, especially even like in the cultural areas, you know, like yeah. in our genres and whatnot. Like mm. I'm used to my genre, like mm. sure tattoos, you know. <laughs> so right. um, sometimes you just see, you know you see in the older crowd sometimes, and I'm like whoa. And then I even work at church, you know. Sure. So like I have to sometimes mm. just like how are you, you know, oh. instead of like, Hey, how's it going? You know, or even, or even just like, you know, I, I want to respect them for it. But at the same time, it's like, you know, yeah. I, I mean, I'm not doing it to harm them. And right. I think like there was one time I had to explain, you know, to someone where they were like, what's, what's the mass? It looks really devilish and you're working at a church. I'm like, well, it's in, in the Asian culture, it's equivalent to a dream catcher. And they were like, Oh wow. And I was like, look how easy it is. Like to, <laughs> to get people to be like, ah, fascinating, you know? So I've never been so worried sometimes. I, w- I was worried sometimes, but I, I mean, I don't get too worried about it, especially at places like that. So I'm ready to just yeah sleep up, you know, make yeah. my mom really proud mm. and, um, <laughs> and just, you know, um, keep playing music and, Hanging out with loads of bitches. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not doing that, Mom. I promise. I'm I promise. I've never been with a woman before. But a man. <laughs> I need to chill out. People are gonna believe that shit. <laughs> I guess I'm not nervous anymore. <laughs> Let's just start this whole thing over. Let's go. It just started. All right, so your butt sleep, uh, butt sleep, right? Bro, no, but like dude. I uh, I grew up in the funeral business, so like, oh man, yeah, I definitely was had some baked in hesitation for sure, because like hesitation about what? As tattoos. Or, oh, like, I see. Because like you know, working in the funeral business, you gotta be pretty conservative, pretty clean cut, and like, um, that was yeah, that was my family's business for mm. for a hundred years, <laughs> and then I'm like, Is it, wanna, was it was it really a hundred yeah, years? Like, yeah. oh wow, yeah, man, it made um hundred years in uh, twenty one. Wow, 2021, 100 years. It's a lot of work. I mean, uh, so like, what? So you're talking about tattoos with like presentation. Well, and like, just presi- I, I, like I, presi- being presentable and whatnot. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I it, get that very much. It's uh, you can lose a lot of opportunities with tattoos for sure. Um, unfortunately, uh, some people don't give a fuck like me. I mean, yeah. if you just don't like me or if you don't want me, that's okay. I'll move on. Find someone that does. Um. But, uh, yeah, presentation can, can go a long way. Sometimes supportive presentation, you know, uh, with tattoos is still even cooler because, like, there's some people that I've preferred to talk to or go to at a car shop or, or even at places that have tattoos, but they're clean as fuck. You know, they're cleaner sure. than the other guy that doesn't have them sometimes because the other guy's, you know, busy with donut crumbs on her chest or something. Sure. 
So, you know, for me, it's just, it's just how you present yourself. Sure. So if you're a kind person, like, you know, I don't, you know, don't worry about my skin. Just look at my eyes up here. They're up yeah, here. Yeah, you know? yeah, <laughs> yeah, same, yeah, yeah. Same thing. Like eyes are up here. Like yeah. that's the human you're talking to. So, um, I mean, in support for you, fuck it. Present yourself how you want. Yeah. And, and you have the brains for, you know, any type of job that you want, that you want. So sure. you got the brains for guitar, bro. Tied up, bro. <laughs> that's, you're in the right field. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, yeah, if you, yeah. I know you're, you're, you're part of the funeral work and whatnot too. I mean, Hey, I mean, yeah. Show, show up a, a new guy with like, hey, yeah, you know, I got yeah. this stuff. I'll take care of your dead parents. Yeah, no, and, and really today, I mean, they, they, I, need, I need to be smarter about what I'm saying. <laughs> no, I get no. a little dark sometimes. <laughs> but but today today they have directors with uh, with tattoos. It's really not that bad. It, mm-hmm. it does just it's just like what my dad instilled in me growing up. Mm-hmm. And like, but lately I'm like, you know what? <clears throat> I'm an artist. Like, I I think the world today allows me to work for myself and like to to express myself however I want. So mm-hmm. I definitely feel like I'm going to get the sleeves for sure. Yeah, going to have to one day. Oh, yeah. I mean, dude, I, I, I want to be covered. Like, but, and there there have been days where I like, I got really drunk <laughs> and was like, a face tattoo, let's go get it. And I'm so, so lucky, Whoa. so lucky that I was, uh, I had smart friends around me, you know. Mm. Um, but, um yeah, luckily, luckily, you know, one day I just want to be, I want to be completely covered, and I don't want to, I don't care. I, I'll be a lawyer, I'll be a judge, I'll be a fucking doctor if I want to one day. Sure. Show up with tattoos, yeah. cool. I'm, I'm gonna take care of whatever you need, you know. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm just more freed up on that. I have, I don't, I'm not a tight ass, you know. I'm sure. not jaded or think, think there has to be a rule to it, you know, like. I love people that express themselves. Yeah. I love people that over-express themselves. Like, if you look the most different in the room, I'm probably going to like you, you know, the most. Um, just because you, you already have a story. And sure. you already have, like, a reason behind wanting to be that expressive, you know? Sure. Like being normal. Yeah. Bodies yeah. and temple. And temples are painted beautifully, man. So <laughs> I'm, I'm going to paint my temple. Yeah, dude, I I just respect the art so much. It's thank like, you, yeah, thank you that. Oh, I thought you say well, mine. Well, yours too, man. Thank you for so, respect uh, for liking mine. But yes, yeah. I I agree. Respecting the art is a big deal, and I mean, you never know what people do it for, especially with sure. tattoos. Some people are in pain. Sure, like I got this one because I was a little heartbroken, you know. Yeah. But like the other days, I'm like, well, no, I want to reward myself and get some more and stuff. Um, some people are like, no, I'm I'm doing this for. You know, like I want my life to change. I don't feel good in my own body. I want my skin to change. You know, or sure. other people are like, I had two hundred bucks. You know, and sure. I just wanted the tattoo. You know, yeah. look, it says no regards, and so <laughs> it's <laughs> it, all different reasons. It's expressive, though. Yeah, I yeah, love yeah. it. You know, so just all fun ways to do it. Yeah, man. really, depending where you are. I mean, face tat wouldn't even be that taboo. I mean, you know, I'm sure Los Angeles or even oh, even Austin. God, Austin, you see so many tattoos. Do you see so many uh, face tattoos in L.A.? Like uh, yeah. when I was out in LA, I mean, mm. I think that was where I almost got one, you know. So, um, you know, <laughs> yeah. I I'm, I'm glad I didn't. But uh, yeah. yeah, no, out there, it's almost really nice because like it, 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 I did get shocked a little bit, you know, uh, because people were even shocked by me when I was like, yeah, I'm from Louisiana, and they're like, whoa, you're, I can hear your accent, and I'm like, what? I don't hear shit of an accent, bro. Like, I'm, yeah, maybe right. they, but maybe they do because I heard out there they have. I mean. When they spoke to me, it was, oh, what's up, man? And, like, 
LA. Like, and I'm like, you have the accent. What are you talking about? And they're like, dude, no, you got that Cajun accent. I'm like, no, I feel really city boy sometimes. Anyways, so there's like yeah. pieces to that. And then where, yeah, I mean, out there it was really interesting to to see the culture, you know, culture change. And so tattoos out there are like required. At a job, you know. Oh yeah, it's 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 great. You know, it's, it's required. <laughs> You're fired. If you ain't got these. What is this? I caught a sleeve. What are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> hey, that says no regrets. It's supposed to be. It's supposed to be regrets. regrets. <laughs> you fucked up. You fired. Come on. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> no, oh, that's it. But it's it's really it was really cool to be out there just to even talk about that. I was recording. Um, that's where I made some really cool relationships with like kind of some big. And not like cool relationships, like made buddies with like 30 seconds of Mars. Like I got to hang oh, out with the bass player for snap. a little bit. Yeah, he was cool. That's you know, awesome. Ezra, I think that was his name, is his name, still in the band, but cool as fuck, dude. You know, do, you wouldn't even think about that stuff out there because they're all there, you yeah. know, like A&R reps. And I mean, in, in my scene, there's we came as Romans and, and uh, there's motionless and white. And we're all just hanging out with them, you know, silent plan and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah, you know about these. Yeah. So uh, it's like, it was so normal out there. Like we went to the first emo night ever. Like when an emo night started to happen, like we were Whoa. out there. We got guest listed by a, the uh, the 1975's hairdresser. Like random ass people like that, you know? And yeah. he, he was like a bar manager over there too. So, you know, led us into emo night and it's just all A&R reps. It's all these bands just hanging out, listening to like their own, like their other bands that you know that they used to grow up listening to or like their songs would be coming on they're like yeah you know red jumpsuit was hanging out in there i think you know like fucking random shit like that so um la is just like it, you're in it you know yeah. so it was an experience of its own and then just living there like was a skateboard that was my transportation along board so you kind of had to find the localities but i mean right off hollywood boulevard hell yeah that shit Dang. was fun dude like Okay. It was, it was, I don't remember. It was like Melrose, Hollywood Boulevard, and then what's that other shit? Sunset Boulevard. Yeah. Man, I got some cool shit down there. Dang. Yeah. And it was really nice. They actually had a, a place called, uh, it might be wrong. It's either the 504 or the 337, but it was a Louisiana themed bar. Oh, and wow. And you go in there and everybody's, everybody's Louisiana. Like they're no like, way. oh yeah, I'm from Louisiana. No, no not. I'm kind of homesick right now. I'm like, me too. Like everybody's <laughs> no all way, in there. Bro. It was cool. So LA wow. was just like you just don't you're you're gonna you've never been there. I'm no, sure. I've never been. Dude, try and go one day. It's oh man. It's expensive to live out there, but it's it's gonna be worth the experience, you know. And it's good. But um you know, uh but it's just great because what I also love is that LA would come down here and they'd be like, Whoa, this place is insane, you know, like Louisiana to them would be interesting. So sure. I, I guess that's why I'm always proud of Louisiana a little bit because yeah. like we do have our own little hub of attitude, behavior, style, sound, like all of it. You know, we have food and hospitality, and not as many tattoos, which is not okay. <laughs> but but <laughs> overall, like I mean, we we've got a good, unique thing down here, Absolutely. and so that's why I've always, it's always been so hard for me to feel like I should leave. And yeah, I've, like. There's so much adventure, but like, man, like how lucky am I to be living around here? Like, especially I think personally Lafayette yeah. is the one like this, the, like Louisiana is like to me Lafayette. Yeah. Everybody would disagree. New Orleans or Baton Rouge, but there's just always 
something stinky or something a little dangerous in certain other places. Sure. And then, or something is just too boring or something sure. is not enough. Like over here, sure. we really, really keep it like, we keep it real. We keep it eventful. Yeah. We keep it fun. Like a restaurant in Alcohol City. Like, yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. And I feel like it's a very Lafayette opinion too is like, but, but we have a lot of pride in it because it's just, it's special, man. It's kind of a hidden gym. And parts of us wish it catches on and parts of us wish it stays hidden forever. But like as a musician, it'd be pretty cool if, if it could support, support us a little bit better, but mm. you know, it's going to get there and I, you know, it's already changing a little bit, but it's like raising a family here or like just, just living here. It, it It's definitely a gym, man. Yeah. I, I mean, I didn't, and I, I sometimes feel bad that I'm just starting to realize that like a little more later on my adult life, like, at first, I was like, you know, screw this place. But it was also because I didn't really know the place, you know. I didn't know the people. Yeah. Um, maybe I didn't, like, step into the right groups at first, you know. And I think that's what sometimes some people had is, like, they just step into the wrong groups, which every place, every area, every home or city has the wrong group circles, you know. Once you find that, once you found, like, the big circle around here, the good circle, it's just so worth it. You know, and I, I'm, I feel I feel like I'm in the good circle, you know, <laughs> but there's some people that are out there that are like, you know, yeah, fuck, fuck Lafayette. And I'm like, why? Yeah. They're like, because this person did this to me. And yeah, I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. <laughs> that person could do that to you in a different state, too. So, like, yeah. But I mean, there's just, yeah, I think it's beautiful around here compared to any other city around here. I think we just yeah. we got it. We got the culture down. Yeah. We got respect. No yeah. regrets. That's why I'm excited to see Showbox hopefully be be a new uh, a new spot for us and agreed. We can maybe make something happen, you know, for real. Agreed. Because I mean, uh, I I think what's so hard about uh, touring acts is like, well, we do we do kind of do it differently around here. Like we provide different things. We want things done certain ways. I think so. Sometimes it's been a little hard for the out of town out of state or like the big touring acts to kind of accept it or sometimes like work with it. So that's why we only sometimes have the big professionals at like Cajun and stuff. Mm. Um, or like sometimes at like festivals and stuff, but the venues, like the equipment and like the setups that we are starting to provide, like the mm. semi-professional touring acts or the touring acts that really need a good breakthrough type of place to feel good about. Mm. We've got them. So, yeah. like, how do we get them here, you know? How do we get them interested? And we've always been trying, you know? Like, yeah. I've been in part of the meetings. I've listened over the meetings, you know? Um, and it's just always, like, what can we do? And there's there's all, there is always there's always something ever-growing yeah. that needs to be done. But it's yeah. close, man. I'm feeling it. Yeah, it, it, seems, it seems a little, little weird. Almost like people might be, like, desensitized to the music around here just because there's maybe so much of it. Or I really don't know what's yeah. up because, like, I've I've heard other artists express how Lafayette like maybe no one showed up to their their show like um like a bigger act like didn't sell the tickets that they could have that they thought yeah. they would sell in Lafayette but sell in other cities and it's like I I just don't know like we we just have a you know, there's there's ratio algorithms and stuff where it's like you know um whatever effort is returned or is put in is going to be returned, you know? So, I mean, sometimes you can notice there's people that may not promote or sometimes they only play Lafayette. So it is the saturation market, you know, can happen. And some people can just be like tired of music for a little bit. I mean, there were moments yeah. where like, I've, I remember my mom being like, man, I just, 
I, I need a little bit of break. I've been going to all these events all, every weekend and whatnot, yeah. and they just keep on coming. And I'm like, mm. yeah, I get that. So, you know, there's people that just sometimes go through it and then, you know, take a little break and come back. But overall, I mean, yeah, saturation can become a thing. I'm not going to call out or say that uh, <clears throat> it's going to happen, but it's, it's been happening. But it happens everywhere yeah. and in all styles, especially when you're eager and you want to keep playing and you want to play for your people. But after a while, your people will get tired and they'll move on, you know. Um, so you have to kind of like branch out and find places. But I am blown away by how many like festivals or just events, not venues, like just events are happening yeah. every single weekend. <clears throat> I just keep on listing them off and I'm sitting here like, dude, that's a lot of weekends, like a lot of money, a lot of events. And <clears throat> they just kind of keep coming. They keep coming. So it's like, yeah. And now they're over, they're like on top of each other. There's, I mean, even just for, like I, on my calendar, True. you know, I have, I'm, I have to see everyone's schedule, you know, for my job being engineering. Right. Sure. So we're going to do all these shows. Sure. And so it's like, five to six of them every night, you know, sometimes. Sure. So like there's two festivals this weekend and there's like three big events and then there's a touring act that's coming in. And they're all going to have to like compete with each other Dang. or they're all going to like float between each other. So yeah, you don't really have, you, you're not missing out on entertainment. So when people think, you know, laugh gets boring, slap <laughs> them in the face and tell them you're, not, you're wrong. Not you just ain't looking. It. Yeah. You just ain't looking. And that's the other part is some people are so ignorant that like, They've been like, yeah, there's nothing fun around here. And I'm like, I have a whole list of it. Like, have you looked at this? And they're like, no. And I'm like, cool. That proves like, you got to kind of look a little bit, you know? Like, I mean, there's Google yeah. shows nearby, you know? There's bands in town for that reason. They have that app, bands in town. Mm. And um, yeah, it'll, it'll, it probably said Pablo was, was playing at Blue Moon the other night. Like, oh. it just has a, like a, that moderation to it or whatever stuff like that like to be able to promote or to even keep you informed so i mean the only re re reason i know about all the events is because we're booked for them sure. and stuff most of the sure. time so it's a lot man so back to question answering your question of like just saturation can be involved that can create it um even sometimes like you're not changing like artists won't change it up a little bit sometimes yeah not to blame them or anything but yeah. like there's that sometimes i've seen the same set a lot you know yeah change it up have some fun with it maybe even change yeah. the order maybe that'll do it you know or you know add a add a sound to this song or whatever i think i was talking to you about that earlier where it's like our like the songs that we do you know we adapt to whatever the, the crowd is doing you know and I, I haven't really been seeing that a lot especially with people that i work with and I think that can really give them a little bit of enlightenment too, for just personally, not just for the crowd. But I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, I think uh, it's definitely good to keep it fresh a little bit. I'd, I'd hate to play the same exact set over and over again. But it's like a lot of people around here. It's like if it's not Zydeco and they can't dance to it, like that is kind of an it's issue. It's kind of an issue too. Yeah. It's like even the Zydeco bands, like they're really serving the dancers, like they. Um, like Horace would tell me all the time, like he's like, you know, I've I've got some originals that people may or may not dance to, but I've got like this sure set list of songs that like they're for sure going to dance, gonna dance yeah. to, and like yeah. people have come up to the bandstand and been like, hey, like none of this slow stuff, like we want it mm. fast, like let's go, like, um, and so it's just funny to see like even, um, even some of the more established acts are like 
kind of being influenced by their audience as to like what they're playing. Yeah. But that's different too than like some other rock band that, that plays the same exact set. Yeah. You know, that's, it's such a hard debate because like, uh, as of recently I've heard, I heard someone say it and, and, uh, they said the the first listener is the player. Sure. So it's like, I I love that so much because like most of the time when people are talking like, well, we should, we should play like this because they're going to like it. Like, I'm like, I don't give a shit. Like, I'm not, you know, I want to love it because if yeah. they see that I love something, most of the time I'll, I'll get a good interaction. Sure. You'll have a few people that are like, no, nah, I didn't feel the vibe of this. But like, I have my, I've had people that are not into metal come and see me play metal. They don't like it. They don't, you know, or whatever. They don't know it, but they see that I'm like really into it. And all the time they're, you know, there's still a, co- a type of compliment that can reach a certain position to where still a good time, still a good result. So if Horace wants to play those songs or if someone wants to play <laughs> these songs, like do it because you love it. You're the player sure. and you're the, you're the fan, you know, you're the first yeah. fan. So, I mean, I, I understand the money by business and stuff, you know, like what's the catch for the other people, but the catch is you, you sure. know, if, if sure. they want, they just want the real you. And if you're not feeling real, if you're not feeling, you know, um, uh, yeah, honest, yeah, you'll see it. So if Forrest wants to play, you know, all these fast songs for the song for the people, it could in, it can turn into. Um, we should stop name dropping. But if if an artist wants to like you know, play whatever they want, I mean, I don't. I would ha- hate for the the fans to kind of like control it, you know. Sure, sure, sure. You know, because yeah. they 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 would just turn out to be unhappy themselves, and then all of the fast and and slow or the songs they want to play will turn out to be like jaded or whatever as well, yeah. you know. Um, no, and Horace has really been like pretty, pretty great at showing me like, what it means to be like unapologetically yourself. And like he is so, man, you're himself, right. Like he, he's so, uh, he's so himself without, you know, asking for permission. Like, um, and I love that man, about him. That's very um, true. You know, I, I don't, I've never been told anything of that by him, but like just looking at him and like even just how he just kind of lets his, artists around him like just be expressionable and like freed up it's dang you're right yeah that's a good way to put it yeah he's always let me be me and uh, it's been uh it was so great working for him man yeah. it was uh it was great and he he's he's got such a good good look on life and he's got you know family and uh his yeah. chickens and <laughs> Bro, he's got chickens I've heard, I've... I, I keep bringing up his chickens but like i just love i love going to horse's house because like it it's beautiful land and yeah, dude. I, I wouldn't mind if like even if i got myself in a good position or even make money or whatever like dude get a nice double wide on some land you know like yeah. i i would have way more fun with that you know dude it's so much fun maybe yeah. start a little commune yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. little tiny hoses <laughs> homes around me and stuff like that hit me up bro <laughs> yeah bro let's go i love the little garden bro yeah a little garden like it's trading services and shit yeah. But it would be like it would be like really random services. Like <laughs> like this guy knows how to make a rubber band. Like we're gonna need him one day. Like this guy does tattoos, this guy knows how to spoon feed people really well. He says here comes the airplane really good. <laughs> gotta keep him here. <laughs> Dang man. Well I'm I'm excited for what I'm you sorry. got going on, man. And uh Thank I hope, you, man. I hope uh I hope people come out, come check out your shows, let the people know what you're doing again one more time. What's uh tell us about your show coming up? Oh, new visitors, uh, March 31st. Uh, it's a Friday night. Uh, I think we start at 8 o'clock, and 
some good classic rock songs from all time errors and then some songs y'all never heard from us, you know? Sweet, might be man. interesting. There is one that might have a very, very low tuning. Oh. Like really nice. Rare. Like double drop C maybe. Oh, <laughs> it's got balls to it, but um yeah, no, it's gonna be a fun one. Uh Lovers is really cool people too. They're gonna be uh closing out the night with us. And um yeah, I really hope I want you there. You too, my boy. I'm there. Come on through, man. I want y'all there. Um It's in the calendar. Yeah. <laughs> I'm nervous too, man. So nervous. I set the bars really high sometimes for for what I do. So like you might be seeing me puke a little bit a few times nah, before the show. <laughs> I'm sure it's gonna be great, man. I, I appreciate you coming on, man. Thank you. And so when uh, do we start, by the way? We're we're doing the podcast now. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah, just yeah, enjoying yeah. this very much. Sweet, man. We'll do it again sometime, man. Yeah, man. Um Hopefully we'll have some music out and stuff by then, and we can talk about horse some more. <laughs> cool, man. Horse is so cool, bro. But right on, yeah. man. Thank, Thank you, you man. Thank you so much. It's a good spot to end it. Yeah. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.